Hello everybody and welcome. I am just going to check the volume to make sure that it's actually working. Okay, it's working just fine. That's awesome. Um, so today um, I'm having a call with myself, <laughs> which is very usual. I usually, <laughs> it's rare that I manage to co cooperate with other people there's always something the universe throws in my face but that's probably my fault my old pattern and we're gonna learn this why so I'm not commiserating I'm just sharing what is um, today I want to share this video with you guys um, this call where they talk about the science of EFT and they show you why it works and the people who you know, um, did a lot of the work to get the science out, can explain it best. So I thought I would bring it to my channels and uh, see if you guys um, can see the value in it. So you don't longer have to believe this unknown individual who was never ever taken seriously by anyone around her except you know, with some of you exceptions like Alan, for example, but people who, you know, could have helped me gain credibility, I never had any sort of that. I'm the one who is always on her own, put down and treated like shit because I am the village idiot. It's pretty obvious. I am, I am the L type. You know how there's A type, B type? I'm the L type, the loser. So, well, obviously I don't think I'm a loser, but everything in my life would uh, you know back to disagree so here we are showing you the actual people who brought the science out explaining it beautifully showing you how to do the nine gamut in one of the most efficient ways and the nine gamut again is for people especially who have a lot of trauma to be released any kind of trauma but the nine gamut is really great for that so, without further ado, I'm gonna start this uh, great little movie, which has been, you know, super awesome. And, and then we'll see what you guys think. I'm gonna mute myself, so I don't disturb, you know, anything in the stream. And we're gonna get going. There we are. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> we are so excited to be making our new Cosmic Friends this evening. Um, if you would, please just go ahead and put in the comments where you are, where you're from, um, if you're sitting there with your family. 
Uh, even if it's not something that we recognize immediately, uh, we do go back and read all the comments and we like to just send you love and gratitude for spending time with us this evening. So if you're open to it, just give us a little blurb of hi and uh, you will definitely be getting some love back. Um, I am personally excited to be here with you tonight. My name is Amanda Miller. I work with Dr. Church, whom we will get to join us here in just a minute. My journey to become a part of Dr. Church's team includes many awakenings and gems that I gleaned from extraordinary people. And Dr. Church is one of those, he's one of the biggest. Um, and he's, he's most well-known for being an award-winning scientist, a best-selling author, um, his clinical certification course of a trauma release technique called EFT. Um, but he's also very much in touch with his mystical, spiritual, and magical side. He is a huge advocate of dreams becoming reality, which is what he wanted to talk with about you tonight. So I can personally vouch for how what he has taught me has changed my life in huge and miraculous ways. Uh, let's get him out here to say hi, Dr. Church. Oh, I am so thrilled to be here, Amanda, with you, with everyone here. A thousand welcomes. It's great to be here. It's great to be here in the present moment, whatever time or day you're listening to this. And I love connecting with people. I know I travel a lot. I do a lot of live workshops and I've done workshops all over the world over the last 25 years. And as I connect with people, wherever they might be, it's so interesting to me that we all have very, very similar dreams. Like we want to have emotional freedom, we want to have love in our lives, we want abundance, happiness, a sense of well-being, vibrant health, loving relationships, inner peace. And there are all kinds of blocks and obstacles that stop people from having what they want. So what we need to find is ways of bridging those gaps and giving people the tools to really be able to get there. In fact, in this free moment, just type into the comment area what your biggest life area is of challenge. And again, usually these fall into one of five areas. And those five areas are money, health, career, relationships, or spirituality. Which one of those is your primary area of challenge or blockage right now? Just go ahead and post that in comments. And don't worry about sharing that because I can assure you that we've spent a huge number of years at EF Universe. We've done a lot of research and we know that people are able to overcome even what might be lifetimes of blockage. So I began my own spiritual journey miserable. I was 15 years old. I wanted a fulfilled life. And I, I read that quote by Henry David Thoreau, most people live lives of quiet desperation. I found that was mostly true. And the ones that weren't living lives of quiet desperation were living lives of noisy desperation, complaining a lot about it. <laughs> so <clears throat> people around me just live that way. And so I began a quest in spirituality and psychology to figure out what worked, what could overcome, not just everyone's unhappiness, but especially my unhappiness. And what I found was that science gives us such good tools to answer those questions. So when I have a big question about 
how the mind works, how the body works, how the universe works, I go and check out places like PubMed and Google Scholar, and I see what the latest science is. And every big question I look at through the lens of science, and so I've been involved at this point in my life in over 100 clinical trials. And the good news is we have found methods that really shift people quickly. So my life is devoted to sharing those methods, and we now have a huge community at EFT Universe that is helping people do that very same thing. And just uh, one little factoid from my newest book, This Brain. Your brain can wire so quickly. In one of the pages of the book, I have a, an image from a scanning electron microscope. So it's looking at, at a such high resolution, it's looking at one single pair of neurons. This is a neuron on this side of the screen, a neuron on this side of the screen, and they start firing together. And as they fire together, they start getting closer and closer and closer, and then they wire together. And we all know that famous saying, neurons that fire together, wire together. But in the caption of that image from Bliss Brain, I give you the length of time it took for those two neurons in real time to wire together. And it is, wait for it, <laughs> 12 seconds. In 12 seconds, as your brain fires along certain pathways, it's literally wiring together. And that is just great if you are firing the brain waves of love and peace and joy and hope and awe and all the favorite words of mine on the board behind me over here. But if you're unhappy like those people when I was growing up, if you're not satisfied with your life, if you have a lot of emotion, negative emotion, negative emotional thinking you're doing, then you're, you're wiring all of those circuits in your brain and you actually wind up being unhappier at the end of it. So as I've worked with my friends from lists like numerologist.com, Blair Gorman, Cosmic Media, Jason Myers, and others, I come to know the wonderful group of people at Cosmic Media and focused with them on this whole idea of turning thoughts to things. How do you do that? That's what my book, Mind to Matter, is all about. And it shows that so much of what we dream about and want to vision for our lives really is possible, just like that group of neurons that fires together and wires together. So turning thoughts to things, how do we turn thought, abstract ideas into material reality? And Amanda, I'd love to have you share your story about that. Oh, absolutely. Of course. I love telling my story. So um, I'll start with, I had complex PTSD, meaning that there are multiple layers and occurrences of unresolved trauma, and it was contributing to a lot of disruption in my life. And I wasn't even aware that I had PTSD. No one had ever educated me on it. Um, I thought I was just broken. I knew my best to live through it. Uh, when I attended my first live EFT workshop, which Dawson taught, uh, I cried every day because I was terrified that I was going to be attacked and killed somehow. Uh, being in a safe environment didn't change that feeling for me. I felt it no matter where I was. Uh, in that workshop, I learned that I could release everything that broke me uh, without even having to talk about it and that it could go away and even quickly since the brain can shift dramatically with the right input. 
And I had never felt hope before that all of that pain could be gone. So that in and of itself was life-changing. Um, but it's, it's hard for me to quantify the difference in my life uh, but that I can directly attribute to EFT because it's such a dramatic difference. Uh, but it, it makes me feel superhuman. Uh, I feel like I discovered I have superpowers. Uh, just as a quick example, four months. So I, I had this PTSD for 40 years. And four months after this one workshop with, with Dr. Church, I was lost in Paris, France. My phone wasn't working. I was separated from my group. I couldn't remember the name of the hotel where we were staying, and I don't speak French. Uh, but for the first time ever in my life, I could recognize, hey, I'm in a pretty safe place. I recognize about where I am, and I can figure out how to get back to my hotel. And I wasn't panicking. And that was just the beginning of what EFT has done for me. We call that testing. And so you go through these healing processes, and then you test them in your life by asking yourself, what is my current reaction to things that would have triggered me? And Amanda, I imagine your life, if you hadn't discovered these healing tools, how you would still have been reacting and how this gets us out of those old patterns, behavioral patterns that otherwise just hang around forever and really sabotage our quality of life. So we'll get into EFT and what it is and what it does in a few moments. But I want to just highlight a few things from Amanda's story, one of which is that there's what we want consciously and there's what is blocking us which is often subconscious we just don't know what it is it's there all right we're hitting up against it all the time and we aren't sure what it is it's buried there in our programming the second is that in our live workshops in our virtual classes we talk a lot about the four characteristics of traumatizing events and several of those were present in your early events, Amanda, and also in your event in Paris. And so as I'm sharing these with all of us here, just think about these four, four possible triggers in your life. One is that the event needs to be a threat to your survival, either objectively or subjectively. So obviously, if you are in a car crash, that's an object of threat to your survival. But if you're being bullied and you're four years old and the bully says, I'm going to kill you, that is a threat to your survival. It's totally credible. And so many of us experience perceived threats to our survival when we're children. The second of those four characteristics we teach you in our classes and workshops and courses is that the event overwhelms your coping capacity, producing a sense of powerlessness. And so that's a really crucial one. So early in life, you were powerless. You were a kid. You were just pushed around by life, by people around you. You've grown up, and yet your subconscious programs around safety may not have updated yet. They may still be running the old programs from your childhood. They may not have updated themselves to your current capacity as an adult. So the second characteristic is that it overwhelms your coping capacity and you feel powerless. The third thing is <clears throat> traumatizing events produce a sense of isolation and aloneness. So here I am, I'm trying to cope. It isn't working. 
And so I've used up my resources. There's only me and there's no one here to support me, no one in my corner. And the fourth thing is that that traumatic event will violate the expectations you had of safety, security, of um, of the people around you taking care of you. And I'm just going to give you a quick example of that. So um, there are so many examples from our, our live workshops. I'm trying to think of one that's, that's fairly, fairly brief. One is of a a man who in his 40s had this persistent belief that you can't trust people. You can't trust anybody. So he'd had some bad relationships. He had a failed marriage. He had a business partnership that went bad and his partner absconded with the money. So he has a lot of proof to show that you can't trust other people. But we traced it back to an event when he was just six years old and he was at the seashore with his older brother and his parents. They were on vacation. They were playing in the water. They were having a good day. And his older brother, who was a couple of years older than he was and stronger than he was, pushed his head down and held him underwater. Now, that was just a prank to his brother, but his lungs began to fill up with water. He began to black out as he was drowning. And eventually his brother let him up, but he was crying and spluttering. And so he, he, he looked back on that event and realized it was one of the biggest traumas of his life. And again, you look at the characteristics of the event, that he perceived it as a threat to his physical survival. Would his brother actually have drowned him? Probably not. Did the 60-year-old know that? Not at all. So that was a credible threat to his survival. He tried to deal with the situation by struggling and trying to get away, and he wasn't able to. Number two, it overwhelmed his coping capacity. Number three, he felt alone. And number four, it violated his, his expectation that his older brother would take care of him, not try and drown him. So again, now his 40 years have passed, he's, had, he's wired all that information into his brain. He has strong trauma loops that keep on running in his brain. And now he has adult experiences that confirm his early experience as a six-year-old. And now he has a marriage, he has business dealings, all of which reinforce that learning. So it's really important to break that loop to break those cycles, to stop firing those neurons and stop wiring them bigger. And EFT, which we'll share with you more about shortly, EFT is the fastest way I've found of breaking that trauma loop. So Amanda, think back now to that time in Paris. So put yourself back there mentally. You can remember what happened, right? Yes. The thoughts and feelings you had all the components of the experience no phone no french and what's your emotion level when you think about that uh i don't really have one it's um it's a story i i kind of laugh at it i honestly feel a little bit proud um because i didn't freak out um but i don't i don't really feel emotionally attached to it to be honest so if you're noticing the facts, you retain the facts, just minus the emotion. And that means the trauma loop's been broken. So you recall the events of your life. You just no longer have big emotional reactions to them. And so 
then those emotions aren't flooding your body. Yeah, I would say that's highly accurate to what I experienced. I um, I don't feel any panic, um, not just with that, but a lot of other experiences that used to really overwhelm me and have invasive thoughts on, um, they feel the same too. They're all flat. <laughs> and Amanda, I know also you've been doing a lot of long trips on a... Um, uh, not a unicycle. What do you call it? What do you call that little wheel? An electric unicycle. Electric yes. unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> that would terrify me personally. So <laughs> it's yeah, really so fun. Even going and doing things that are challenging, and again, we don't approach those with fear and trepidation. So that's what happens when you apply EFT over and over and over again and we do have workshops we have a four-day workshop we have live workshops we have courses that explain it fully but here is just the basics of EFT it stands for emotional freedom techniques EFT it's often called tapping because in EFT you stimulate your acupuncture meridians in your body by tapping on them gently like this. So rather than using needles going to the points, we use tapping, which is as effective often as kneeling. So what we use is tapping on those overwhelming experiences from our childhood, from our adulthood. We have high emotion. And when we have those emotionally triggering events in our lives, our brain has to decide, is this just a bad thing? Or is it a threat to our survival? And so the brain is trying to figure out that every input, like even through your eyes, you have about 9 million pieces of information going through your optic nerve into your brain every second. And the brain's trying to figure out, is this a real threat or is it not? Now, what happens when you think about either a past threat or a current threat and you tap is the brain gets two signals. One is you're thinking back to the, 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 the bad event, like the, the boy whose brother almost drowned him when he was six years old. So that is telling the brain, and it's signaling the brain to go into fight or flight. Freak out, this is a threat to your survival. Now, the brain is getting a second message from the tapping. And that second message is, you're safe. You're regulating your body's energy flows. And this shows up in MRIs and EEGs as, first of all, when you think the, the scary thought or the bad memory, the emotional brain gets highly lit up. And then when you tap, it just immediately calms down in just a few seconds. It's now getting two signals. The memory from up here saying, go into fight or flight. The memory from here saying, calm down. And it realizes that that's not a threat to your survival. EMDR uses this too. Other therapies use it as well. But EMDR is the closest to EFT. And that is needs to be done. EMDR is done in a therapist's office with supervision. EFT is so safe that you do it on your own. You don't need anything but your fingertips and your body. And that tapping is able to quickly calm you. So let's do a quick round of EFT and we'll see for ourselves how it shifts our bodies. I want you to first of all think about any kind of 
physical discomfort or pain you have going on right now. So tune into your body. You can close your eyes if you need to. I want you to keep them open through the rest of the, the routine, but for right now, close your eyes, find any discomfort in your body. Okay, now with your eyes open, tune back in and just give it a score from zero to 10, with 10 being emergency pain to zero being no pain whatsoever. Okay, so you've got your number. Now I'd like you to make a note of your number, either writing it down or just enter it into your device. I want you to actually write down your number. Good. Now we'll do a correction of our energy flows by tapping on our acupuncture meridians. Start over here, tap on the side of your hand. All you have to do is tune into the pain or that physical discomfort. Tap. Notice your breathing. Notice you're safe right now. Feel the pain. And notice your breathing and notice you're safe. You can even say out loud, I have this pain and I'm safe and I'm breathing. Okay, now signal your body again by tapping on the top of your head. This is called your governing meridian in acupuncture. Feel the pain, really tune into that pain. And notice you are breathing. You are safe right now. Tap with two fingers where your eyebrow meets the bridge of your nose, either on one side or both sides. Keep your eyes open. Keep breathing. Relax your shoulders. Tune into the pain. It's called your bladder meridian in acupuncture. Tap on the sides of your eyes. Either one hand or two hands, whatever feels good. Tune into the pain. Really be with that pain. And notice you're safe and breathing. And now say out loud. I feel this pain. I'm sitting with my pain. I'm giving my full attention to my pain. And I'm breathing. And I'm safe. Tap under your nose. Notice you're safe. Notice you're breathing. Tap onto your lower lip. This is your central meridian. Notice you're safe and breathing. And really be with the pain. Tap onto your collarbones. 
Again, correcting the kidney meridian. I'm safe. I'm breathing. And I'm tuning into this pain. Tap under your arms, cross your arms and tap on your side. Feel the pain. Tap one more time on the side of your hand. And then stop tapping and tune back into your body and get a new number for your pain. So if it was at a 7 out of 10 before, for example, where is it now? Might be a 2, might be a 4. Usually it'll go down a little bit. Now we'll do a little exercise designed to trigger slow waves in your brain. And again, there's a ton of science behind this. Don't worry about the science right now. Just do the exercise. So tap on the back of your hand over here. And then look down to your left. Without moving your head, look down to your right. Without moving your head, look all the way to your right. Look all the way down. Look all the way to your left. Without moving your head, look all the way up. Again, now look all the way to the right. Look all the way up. Look all the way to the left. Imagine looking at a huge clock and you're looking at the numeral nine. Let's so look to the left. Without moving your head, look all the way down to six. Look up to three. Look up to twelve. Look up to nine. Look up to twelve. Look up to three. And relax. And again, that's going to be generating these slow waves in your brain. And again, there's a whole chapter in my book, EFT Manual, on this. I won't explain it to you right now. But again, that'll help your brain reset. What's your number now? And I want you to put your first number and your second number and your final number now into comments. I want to know what this did for you. And again, usually people will drop from maybe a 7 to a 4 and then down to a 1. They'll drop quite a bit as they do the eye movements. So put your numbers, first number and your current number for that, that pain into the comment box now. So the chances are that you've had a significant reduction. Usually when we do this in a big live workshop, about 90% of the people go down by a half or more. Most go down at least two points. A few go down to a zero. Roughly one in 10, one in 10 people goes right down to a zero, and that's the usual result. In about 20 scientific studies, people's pain goes down by over 60% as they tap along with a script or tap along with a practitioner when they're doing this. So you wanna do this, measure the result. Measure the result of any therapy you use, anything you do, is it working? If it is working, do more of it. If it is not working, find something else. EFC, EFT usually really results in a drop in your pain levels. I'm just looking at some of the comments down here now. So Paul went from a six down to a two. 
Uh, Donna went from a two down to a zero. I tapped on something that I was feeling right now at the end of a long day, and it went down, went went from a six to a two. Diane went down from a seven to a four, and that again is the usual kind of range we see in EFT. But isn't that a whole lot easier than running to your doctor and getting a prescription, <laughs> getting surgery, <laughs> go getting spinal fusion and taking six months to recover, big on crutches? <laughs> it's just amazing that these simple adjustments to the um, energy energy field can result in these big, big, big drops in our pain, our anxiety, our depression and other kinds of, of issues for us. And we can feel this drop in stress in our body. Our body keeps the score. Now, that's how EFT takes stuff away. That's how EFT removes obstacles to your highest potential. Let's now look at how EFT can help you find your life purpose, and then manifest your life's purpose. I'd love to again have you share again, Amanda, because I love your story about this and how it shows us that EFT can totally change the frame and the vision of our lives. Oh, absolutely. Um, I love telling all of the stories. Uh, so I love using EFT in a positive way in as far as, as I tap, I can familiarize myself with the outcome that I want by actively, vividly imagining it and starting to create neuron bridges in my brain that look for and support that outcome so that when I'm actually going through it, my brain's like, oh yeah, we've been here before. Um, a really dramatic example for myself would be, um, I had to testify in court in a very emotional and ugly, ugly case. And I knew there was going to be a lawyer who was going to try to discount my testimony as much as possible because it was devastating for his client. Um, I spent time tapping and visualizing where I would always have the perfect answer. And then every word out of his mouth was an opportunity for me. Now, I've never taken a law class. I know almost nothing about the court system. But when I went in to testify, I was able to so easily see when he was trying to lead me down a verbal trap. I had very potent answers for everything that he threw at me. And despite him being the expert and a pretty aggressive, I would say rude person, my testimony, my testimony was delivered clearly and with power. And because I was able to be in this mindset and give pivotal and potent testimony, a very dangerous federal criminal is now in prison after escaping conviction for almost 40 years. A last dramatic story that I will also share is more relatable. Um, my sister, uh, she was married for 10 years and then discovered her husband was cheating on her. When she confronted him, he left her and their two daughters for his mistress. She had a lot of negative beliefs about herself from this. And one, one night, not long after he left, she and I were talking and she was just going on and on about how she'd given everything to him. You know, her best part of her life was behind her now and who was going to want her and dating was impossible with two children and nobody dates single moms anyway. And just utterly hopeless in her eyes that she would ever find someone to love her. So I asked her if we could tap on it. So we did. And 40 minutes later, 
she had a completely different view. She was, oh, well, of course, I have so much to offer and my kids are great kids. And anyone looking for a family is going to be so excited about finding <laughs> us. So in under an hour, she went from the goal of love and only seeing rejection and hopelessness to the goal of love and seeing too many opportunities to count. So when you have the ability to align your subconscious production factory with your conscious thoughts and goals, and you find that magic of manifestation. Yeah, it's powerful. And same event, same reality. Nothing had changed in object of reality. In subject of reality, she saw it totally differently. And that's what happens. We see things, we see we see opportunities we didn't see before. We see past obstacles that were blocking us. And so that's how we use EFT to remove those obstacles. And then suddenly we have a whole different story about our lives. So I'd also love to have you share um, your story about relationships. That's a very touching one because I, all, all those years ago, I was rooting for a relationship for you as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess that's only fair uh, if I'm going to out my sister's experience to share mine too. So. Uh, even after my experience of EFT clearing my trauma, um, I still didn't believe that I could find love. I've been married and divorced three times. Uh, so I was very um, hopeless and kind of bitter, you know, about believing in that anymore. I was so hurt and I had a lot of beliefs around why. And um, while I was releasing those beliefs, I had nothing to really replace them with that felt real and true. And Dr. Church guided me down multiple paths to assist me in shifting. And the one he really zeroed in on was self-love. Now, as I shifted, I began to align myself with people who wanted me as I was and encouraged me to love myself. And with this new lens, I became interested in a friend uh, with whom I hadn't ever been close with before then. We have now been dating for two and a half years, and it's the relationship that I wanted. Now, I originally felt like accepting, loving myself and being happy with where I was alone would take me away from my relationship goal. So I was resisting it, but I didn't know that I was resisting it. EFT allowed me to see the missing pieces and the blind spots that I needed to adjust my life and my, my vision in order for my request to flow to me. I love hearing stories like that and they illustrate how we really can have things that might seem elusive once we shift our, our vision. So I wanted to encourage, encourage you to use EFT and I'm gonna drop a free link in the comment area now for the EFT mini manual. That mini manual has been, been downloaded by over 3 million people over the last couple of decades. So it really works and a lot of people have used it and found that the steps of EFT really work. So I want you to think about what your goals are in those five life areas. And they might be in the area of love as well. We all want love. And if, if we are in a relationship, we want a high quality relationship. Might be in the area of money, abundance, prosperity. It might be in the area of career. Maybe you're feeling really stuck in your career, and there are some great careers in EFT as well. It's just wonderful to tap with people and see them shift right before your eyes and change their old stories and see their potentials unlocked. Might be in the area of your body. I was just listening to a report recently that showed that uh, so many people struggle, for example, with weight issues, and the number of people who are 
who are overweight or obese in the U.S. has gone up from about 60% in 2000 to about 70%, over 70% now in uh, in the in the last 20, 22 years. So there's been a huge, literal increase in in, in that challenge, eating, uh, binge eating, cravings, all those things. So it could be to do with your weight, could be to do with your health. Maybe you have a low level of energy and you're dragging yourself through each day rather than jumping up out of bed in the morning and being wildly enthusiastic as you approach your life. So whether it's a career or love, or money or relationships, maybe it's spirituality. Maybe you've wanted to meditate and you know you should meditate. We all know we should meditate. And then you can't just, just can't motivate yourself to doing what you know will do you so much good. So whatever your, your life area is, just take the steps in that free EFT mini manual that's now in the comments. You set up your, your EFT session by defining what the issue is, you then check in with your body and see what your body tells you and how big the issue is in terms of your physical feeling. So when I think about that food I crave or having that relationship or that that money, what is my body telling me? Is it this heavy feeling? And then what number is that feeling from zero to 10? You then use something called a setup statement and that sets you up for success there's something called a reminder phrase you use while you tap each of those acupuncture meridian points and you then test at the end and you see if your sun score is down your subject units of distress that physical feeling in your body has that gone down if not there are other things you can do and those are also in the eft mini manual so go ahead and download that it's free and just try it out you'll find that as you look for those feelings, those old behaviors, those conditioned responses that stand between you and your goals, you tap on them, and even if they've been around since you were six years old, you'll find that it's possible to let them go and have the life you want. So Amanda, just go ahead and wrap it up for us and summarize our sharing today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I would like to leave all of you with just one final thought. Um, I've always felt like a really deep, deep love and passionate purpose in my heart for what I could do in this life, my contribution. And for many years, it was painful because I couldn't see any way where it would ever become my reality. So it was a burden that filled me with despair rather than a beacon of light. So if right now you're hearing all of this but wondering how could this possibly work for you, you're in good company. Uh, it takes a few steps to see the whole picture. So just, just start, get that first step going because once you're moving and you're in conversation with your subconscious mind, everything shifts and it looks completely different. You can't see it from here, but that doesn't mean that magic isn't waiting right around the corner for you. And if you can't quite believe it yet, not believing it will not keep you from it. So just accept you don't quite believe it yet and move forward anyway. Do your best to be curious about it and go from there. You truly don't need anything else to begin to bridge over to actual manifestation and go from dreaming to reality. It's really easy for me to pinpoint when all of this started shifting for me. It was when I enrolled in the clinical EFT certification. It was there that I got the science to 
logically validate my experiences to myself and to others. I got the knowledge of techniques to shift it and my empowerment. And I got the support from this community that I needed to be able to see myself all the way through that pathway. So I created healthy habits for myself to train myself for success. And well, I haven't stopped succeeding yet. So <laughs> even if my goals change, uh, I feel empowered to know that I can succeed. And that was just not a part of my life before certification. So I got a new profession or a new layer added to my profession, but certification was so much more than that for me. It was the recipe for successful action that previously was completely missing from my life. And also you mentioned community and it's one of our core values as an organization is community. You'll find that we do everything as community. We have a, a tapping group every week. We go through certification as communities. We have various online programs we do as communities. Community is really important and you'll you'll get that the more you're involved with the EFT universe. So uh, let me give you some links to some of those those ways of being in touch with other people and getting that support. So the first one is that Amanda does a live tapping session for an hour on YouTube every week. It's free called Tapping Tuesdays. It's on the EFT Universe YouTube channel, and we're posting the link to that in comments right now. Also, Donna has just asked the question, does EFT, EFT have to be reinforced throughout your life to keep on working for you? Is for each event that happens. So we've done a lot of research. There are over 100 clinical trials of EFT. And Donna, the answer is that usually when you tap on an event and you bring the number down to a low number, so you, like that, that man who tapped on that event of, of almost being drowned when he was six years old, not only did his number drop to a zero on that event, it dropped to a zero on his business partner and his marriage as well. All the downstream events as well were affected. So if you hit the right events from your childhood early on, it tends to then propagate all the way through cascade to other similar events in your life. Because once the brain's memory and learning centers figure out that, oh, this type of felt sense in my body is not a real threat to my survival. It's a memory. There's no tiger in the room right now. It generalizes that to every similar event in your life. So usually tapping on one key event will then affect all other similar events in your life. Also, if you look at those, those clinical trials, you'll see that when we follow up with people, three months, six months, a year, sometimes two years later, their scores remain low. If they were down to a, a one for that event, after tapping, they're a one or often a zero when we follow them later on. Even for people who have serious trauma, I mean, I mean, I mean, people like refugees in refugee camp who've been brutalized and lost everything. We worked with uh, people after school shootings. We worked with people after combat. And we find that even in these extreme cases of trauma, that people are, are tend to hold their gains over time. So it usually holds over time. If not, work with a practitioner and they'll uh, help you take it to the next level. So the second um, resource is the newsletter. I work on that every week. I write a personal story for you. I put a lot of time into doing that. I want to share things that are valuable to you. And that's our, our newsletter. Make sure you're subscribed. Also, 
I have a podcast every week and it's called High Energy Health. And we have blow away fantastic guests on that that podcast. Also, they'll inspire you and give you a lot of practical tips. So the link to the podcast is there now and use that podcast. And again, make it part of your environment. Make it part of your positive mood boosting environment in your life. It really is going to put you in a much better frame of mind as you listen. Also, you can tap with a certified practitioner anytime you want. We have an app called Stress Solution. Go, go right now to the App Store and just type in the word stress, S-O-L, Stress Solution. It'll pop right up to the top of search. Download the Stress Solution app. It's also available at a, uh, a website, which I'll give you as well. So go to tappingapps.com. And there you can get a link to it. And there's also a desktop version called My Stress Solution. But imagine that you're feeling nervous about an upcoming um, date. You're feeling nervous about um, going to a party where there's going to be chocolate cake. Will I ever indulge? And so whatever you're, you're dealing with, maybe you're really impacted by something to do with the pandemic or a work crisis. Just go tap with the practitioner. They're standing by. There's usually someone available on the site, in the app, and you literally can do a, a session with them on demand, and your first session is free on the Stress Solution app. So go ahead and make sure you have the app available to you. And then there are we have lots of online courses. I was looking at our online insomnia course. It's really quick. Each module is only 10 minutes long, and there are 10 of them. So it's super quick. But it's now been used by over 7,000 people, and they've given us comments. And all of those comments, they give us the real names for. And so read the comments, and it'll show you that people, like one lady wrote, I used your insomnia course. I got my first full night's sleep for years the day I applied EFT and the other things you teach in that course. This is one for insomnia, one for anxiety one for weight loss. And these are worth you know, thousands of dollars. We're pricing them. If you go, go look at the prices on the, on the EFT Universe website, they're ridiculous. They're $25, $45 for, for these courses. That's because of our commitment to making them available to people, the widest number of people possible. So uh, that link is in chat. And then also, if you are interested in a career in EFT, and again, a lot of people are training in EFT now. They get paid really well. They can work from home using Zoom and other teleconferencing services. And so that is available as well. We will be opening our certification programs open twice a year for enrollment for about a week and a half, two weeks. So we have one coming up soon. And our courses you take as part of that are so high quality. They're actually certified for continuing medical education by the American Medical Association and by the American Psychological Association. So these are not flim-flam, lightweight, woo-woo courses. These are certified for education credits for psychiatrists and nurses and doctors and therapists. So you'll find all of those at the link we're po posting in chat right now. We'd love to have you as a career and really looking at the possibility of using your life in service, seeing these kinds of breakthroughs in your, your clients, healing yourself at the same time, and making a great living while you do that. So whatever, whatever you'd like to engage with, 
whether you like to just do free tapping Tuesdays or take a deep dive, spend a year becoming a certified practitioner, your heart will tell you what to do. Do share EFT as well. You have a lot of links now. Share EFT with people who are suffering. I know that if I meet somebody or if I talk to a friend and they're struggling, I make sure they have a link to one of those resources. You never know what little leverage point is going to produce a radical shift in people. There have literally been people who learn to tap and then it turns their life around. We've had people sometimes in our, our, our classes or our events who are suicidal. And literally, we had one study and it showed that their suicidality dropped to a zero after getting tapping. So it's powerful to use these techniques with, with yourself, but also share them. Don't let people keep on suffering. Make sure you let the world know that EFT is out there. So that's the end of our time together and the beginning as we connect in all these wonderful ways. Feel free to post below, post your comments. Amanda, thank you too for your wonderful energy. I love you sharing that with people so beautifully and freely. Thank you, Seth, for being on here to make sure the whole thing worked technically. And thank you all the team members of EFT Universe because we have a, a really remarkable team of caring, loving people. I work with them every day, every week, and I can tell you, they really do care. We have one part of our weekly meeting where we just share comments from people in our community, and they'll say, thanks for giving me that link. Thanks for solving that problem. Thanks for being there for me. Thanks for responding so quickly. We really do want you to have the best possible life, and this webinar is one way of doing that. So come and share with us, tap away those lim limits to your potential, and enjoy the life you're meant to live. Alright, and that is the end of that video. I just changed because <clears throat> I was hoping um, I would have a couple people in there with me, but it just didn't work out today, guys. So I still wanted to go ahead and do it because um, I think it's important. I think this is more important than anything else. And, um, you know, it's okay. People often don't realize that working together is more important than doing things on our own. Um, and it's again, it's my energy. That's why this keeps happening in my life. It's because that's my pattern from childhood. It's what he, he was explaining, uh, you know, how what characterizes a traumatizing event, right? It's a threat to your survival, which I had a real threat and also then I perceived it as well. Um, then when my dad, for example, was yelling and his eyes would go black, you know, he wasn't going to kill me most likely because my mom would have stopped him. Stopped him. But uh, to a child, that's very much threatening. Well, you know, when the crazy people almost got me and killed me, that was a real threat. So there's different levels. Or when the pedo was attacking my brother and then I caught them and I forgot all about it. That's a real threat. So, 
you know, it's important to understand that whether it's subjective or objective is the same thing to a child. It's just as uh, overwhelming. And then, of course, the overwhelm of not being able to cope with it, right? Very much went through that over and over. And again, remember, my parents both thought about having an abortion when I was a fetus. So for me, it's from then that this cycle started. And there's lots of us like that. That's why I'm talking about it. It's not because, you know, I then went and did the abortion myself. So I closed the cycle of that you know i always used to joke that's funny they talked about it and i went and did it but i did it because i didn't want my child to go through the same shit i went through i would rather go to help myself than put my child through it and i still stand by my decision i mean going back i wouldn't have gone out with that asshole who you know he was an asshole but he was um he had a lot of trauma and he was really abused as well so that's why he was behaving in that way and you know, uh, a lot of people don't understand this because they're just very ignorant about how the brain works. And that's why I love their work because, A, they are really inexpensive compared to anyone else and their level of proficiency is amazing. Like, he is very much a brainiac and his heart center, he's a Scorpio, so he's very, very intuitive, but he always said it, he processes it through his brain. Well, for me, it was always the opposite because my brain got damaged, uh, and like it or not, you know, not just from the trauma, but even like when, when I was 12 days old, I ended up in the incubator for five days. I mean, that shit does traumatize you. So my survival trauma is really, really heightened. And he did not have this kind of stuff. He had other stuff. So it's not to minimize, you know, he also says it. It's just, you know... Mine was from the fetus. When you have problems like that, guys, don't feel bad when you keep sliding back. And then uh, the isolation issue. Like, you see, my inner child, whenever I am left to my own devices and stuff, my inner child suffers because of that. So I learned to work with my inner child. And you literally sound like a crazy person because you're talking to that part of yourself. But I listen, I let it come out, I let it be emotional. Because it's not the emotion that is the problem, it's the charge associated with it. And when you have these kind of triggers, they really, really hurt you. And until you experience it, you will not be able to fully understand it, unfortunately. I hope you don't get to experience it and you get an idea, you know. But if you judge it, and most likely karma will throw it in your way, just be aware of that. Like when you say, oh, I don't know how people can do that, then karma throw it in, throws it in for you. So you then understand how it can happen. Well, you'll notice that. And then the fourth one is, again, it'll, you know, this event will violate your expectations. So for me, obviously, it was violated because they didn't protect us from the pedo. I mean, he was my dad's partner so he had full access and they never suspected it and then the crazy people and then you know the fact that my dad would yell all the time so my and then my brother like he totally treated me like his enemy his whole life and then you know later on he expected me to trust him and I was like I, I can never trust you you literally you know I was your little sister and you backstabbed me since I was a baby and for those people who say oh you have bad karma Go fuck yourselves, bitches, if that's your excuse to not give a shit. Because you really fucking deserve all the crap coming your way. And I say with wholeheartedly, let the karma fucking unleash on you. Because that's the only thing that probably will make you become a little human beings. 
So let's see what Alan is saying because the whole point of this exercise and why I was hoping to have other people here, you know, doing this was to talk about it afterwards and have other people talking about these things once because when you work with other people, you build your credibility. That's why I never was able to get the sleeple to realize the value I bring to the table is because A, I have a, a brain... Uh, problem where you know when I forget terminology people all of a sudden think you're an idiot people who are obviously stupid and then if you don't have anyone ever you know there with you cooperating doing things oh you're always by yourself and that's why most of you never gave two shits about what I say but now you're starting to see if you're not complete morons that I'm actually bringing you really good stuff that most people don't put out there and the reason is <laughs> I actually care but that's okay don't worry because the reason why I'm changing my job and getting out of this healing stuff is because I've tried for too long I'm done I'm done for me now it's about entertainment news only this is what I do this for that's why I do ASMR and that's why I do other things because all of this is just about entertainment okay just want to bring it to you because remember, I am the village idiot. Do not trust me. I only have 42 years experience. I have the same amount of experience as Dawson Church in terms of years. Just he had, he went to Baylor. He, he had doors open to him. Me as a woman, I was treated like shit. My family certainly didn't pay for my schooling to, you know, go to Baylor or anything. No, I waited for five years, then when my turn came, they sent me to Quantum College that didn't even have the program I wanted to do. So I was five years late, I had worked, I'd done the things they asked, and when my turn came, my brother didn't give two shits and did everything he could to discourage me, and so did they. And then when I signed up for their program, um, and I then lost uh, clients. It was a shitty year after. It was just one thing after the other. Basically, I could have become a whore and made money in that way. Obviously, I'm not the kind of person. Or, you know, I could have, um, you know, just been without money. So I chose that and I chose to try all kinds of things, honest things. You see how much support I get. I have people like Alan who do too much. And then most of you do to shits. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Including Twitch that always promotes the hoes over really empowered women who actually had it hard for real. Because those hoes never had this kind of health issues, this kind of abuse, nothing. They didn't have to overcome shit in comparison to me. But yes, somehow they are the winners. I'm sorry. I don't believe that. And I think it's quite ridiculous. But I will spell it out because most of you are so emotionally un unintelligent. And unless someone tells you things right out, you don't even think about it. So let me put it out there for you. You guys support shit. And that's why out there there's lots of shit. And these guys, in spite of the great work they do, if you go and see that link that I sent you guys over and over, you will see that they don't even have 300 views so far. There are people who put out bullshit new age crap and they have thousands of viewers. And this is my point. You support garbage instead of supporting stuff that actually works. You want someone to come in and save your ass instead of you doing your fucking work. Why do you trust someone else to come in and heal you? You are here to do the healing yourself. They can guide you and help you, but they cannot do your work for you. I'm sorry, guys. And that's 
what's going on today or you watch those idiots in bathtubs that again there's nothing wrong with it aside from the fact that it's really offensive that assholes like that have thousands of viewership and people who present stuff that literally makes your life a hundred percent better have no one so but you have to just look at highly trained musicians who, you know, play great stuff. They have, what, maybe 100 viewers, maybe 200. And then, again, the bathtub, half-naked idiots, they have thousands. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. These guys are worth it. These guys, you know, if you're trying to get certified and you have some kind of basic income, these guys are, I wish I could have finished paying, I wish I could have finished not just for anything else, but to be part of that community. And actually, you know, he always brings you the latest things. So he is the one, if I had the chance to go to school and do that kind of stuff, that's what I wanted to do. But I didn't. And I'm almost 50. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to have the money, you know, to even get close to that. Probably not. So I'm sort of like uh, tapping on that shit on a daily basis because my own trauma is all linked to this. And my anger of, you know, this is my inner child coming out because I'm not tapping on purpose because I wanted to come out. I wanted to show you what really happens inside of you when these kind of really deep triggers come in your life and how it looks like. It's really unsettling. It doesn't matter how much experience in tapping you have. This shit will come in and unless you start tapping and doing the right thing, you're going to succumb to it. So this morning, um, my mom, it's all linked to this. And I will tell you this story because I think it's very important. Um, I'm sorry for the dog that is, you know kind of nervous um this morning my mom so in 2020 when it was pretty much one of the most horrible years we all went through we can all agree right my family my brother and my mom it's the only family i have here in canada the rest are all in italy they didn't bother to ever come around to ever really be there seeing how i was and they knew because i made sure they knew that I, I had panic attacks because of the masks, watching, seeing people with masks, because I could never wear one. And it's, again, because I almost suffocated as a child. So I have extreme claustrophobia, and I've had it my whole life. But because of them and how my family is, there are three air signs, so they never deal with their emotional issues, and their emotional intelligence is next to none, pretty much all of them, even the ones who think they are better. And all my fears and stuff, basically, they would tell me to suck it and move on. So, me being um, with the chart I have, basically, I never really look after my needs. It's just my natural being. And then that's why my inner child every now and then goes, fuck this, this is bullshit. I wouldn't, I didn't even realize, like, for a long time, how bad my, I knew I was claustrophobic. And, you know, I was avoiding a lot of things, but it was very, very unconscious and so 2020 brought that forth for me and it was a nightmare where do you think my family was do you think they helped me no they criticized me they didn't give a shit my roommate was fighting me all the way through telling me i was a coward because of this blah 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 sorry if i'm emotional i am emotional about that and that's okay tap i don't give a fuck 
I do this because I want you to realize this, the power of the shit. And and I'm very different than Dawson Church, obviously, so uh, in, in this thing. So you can see how powerful this stuff is for everybody. So I had zero support system, zero understanding. And of course, inside of you, you start having splits because a part of you, you know, buys into their bullshit and agrees with you. Oh, you're a coward. Blah, blah. And the other part was like, fuck no, this is a real issue I have. You think I want to be like this? And so instead of spending time with their daughter, you know, my brother never was there for me. So I wasn't surprised about that. He's, he's very good at thinking about himself. And, you know, if you are convenient for him to be in your life, in his life, then, you know, if you bring him clout money or something, then he'll pay attention to you. But if you're too much of a pain in the ass, typical Gemini, stay the fuck away from me. So, no care whatsoever, putting me down, making fun of my problems, you know, talking shit probably behind my back because they always did that. And I caught them several times, so I'm not talking about this because, you know, I just want to put fire on the whatever. N you don't know me, I'm a very unknown person, you'll never meet them or know who they are, so it's pretty, you know, uh, okay. I'm not trying to shit face them. I always say if you just listen to one side of the story and you judge a person based on that, you are the morons. So I don't expect that. I don't want you to be a legend with me. I'm just telling you my version of the story and let's be precise about it. And um, I usually have the tapping video going, but it's not so I'm gonna tap, okay? And um, anyway, um, so this woman who basically spent time, you know, she had time for strangers, for church friends, for anyone under the sun but her own daughter, didn't bother to try and spend Christmas together, no, I had to go there and I had to watch them eat non-vegan shit, and I said, for one meal, you cannot, you cannot eat just vegan stuff, you know, like, you cannot be respectful, no, they can't, they just had to have shit, oh, well, if you don't like it, don't worry, we have our new family, my brother's girlfriend and the daughter that she had uh, being single, right? And so, after he had gone on saying that women who have children, has single mother, are all cunts, apparently it's okay for him that his girlfriend is like that. This is the kind of people they are. So, they judge others, but then when it's their turn, they always have a double standard, right? This stuff enrages me because it's high, high injustice. And it enraged me that, you know, they didn't give a fuck. She knew how Christmas and family, it's everything I live for. Like, when they tested me on money, uh, career, all this shit, out of five, family was number one for me before anything else. So, that should tell you how this, you know how much agony this brought to me and anger because the anger is hiding the agony so anger is always one of those uh, feelings that hides something else so it's fear it's pain it's uh, shame you know it's not just anger anger is like that um, in between kind of feeling you get <laughs> as a reaction. It's like a reaction kind of feeling. Again, Dawson Church will, would explain it to you beautifully. Uh, you can go and learn from him directly. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to help people who have nobody, who don't know anything, who don't have money to sign up to, you know, anything really. Even $40 is a lot to some people. I'm here to help those people. And then anyone else, obviously, if you have money, I'm not, not going to help you. 
I'm just saying you could donate and you could support a little, but I guess, you know, you, you'd rather support the host than the people who actually do good stuff. And that's fine. It's not uh, something you have to do. It's just to be nice to see people who have FIFA money actually being as generous as we are with our knowledge. But that's okay. And our life experiences. So when this woman this morning sent me a message saying my mom you know oh i have these tapes and i have this vcr you know do you want it and she always does that so you know she tried every now and then to reach out to me but it's like i'm sorry after 2020 um i basically after christmas i basically told myself i'm done anybody who has been ignoring me in 2020 who brushed me off who treated me like shit I want to get them out of my life and I want to be done with them because they have done enough damage to me. I'm almost 50. I think I I owe it to myself to have a little bit of happiness in my life and not to sacrifice more and more for these selfish people. And sure, they're selfish because they're weak. It doesn't matter. Still not my job to be there anymore. It was never my job to be there in that way anyway. But they conned me because I'm a caring person, right? And they took advantage of my kindness and then they gave everything to my brother the selfish one it seems about right and then my mom obviously you know she felt guilty throughout and tried to help me but it's always too little money it's always too little late and you can never give me back my youth i'm sorry so you know uh, it feels like uh, it feels like you know this is how narcissistic people are when they when they know you're an empath they'll take advantage of you they don't appreciate it they just take advantage and when they're done with you they'll throw you out and that's what they did with me pretty much anytime i had you know serious issues and they should have been there helping me they simply weren't and they always had one excuse or the other and when you have chronic migraines chronic psoriasis you know and all this ptsd you need all the support you can get trust me so that's okay out of it guess what i became really strong very knowledgeable and i still didn't become an asshole so more power to me i am quite a fucking good person and i know that so this is what went through my mind this morning this as soon as i saw her message you know this program this old pattern came on and my i i, I started hearing my nervous system eee! When you hear that sound, that's your nervous system under stress. And that's how quick this stuff comes in. You don't even... I realize it now because I've been tapping so long and I actually, uh, you know, I tap all the fucking time, basically. Like, right now, I'm calm. But if the moment I feel, I start tapping. And anyway, I'll, I'll tap um, because I move my hands like an Italian a lot. I'm trying to follow this because I, I will forget otherwise. So this morning, automatically, I started having stomach pain. And I started having this feeling like I was going to get a migraine. And now my migraines, because I did hypnosis, it, it doesn't really go in my head as much. My head becomes a bit hazy, but it's not pounding like it used to. Like I felt like it was exploding for hours before. So the pain stops here, and it wasn't even nearly like that, but I can feel my eyes, I can, I can feel my system is under stress right now, because I've been seriously triggered by this. And I gave you the background of it to explain to you why, because there is a real issue. I have all these issues where they never were there for me. 
they all my expectations were you know the traumatizing events my expectations were all not met and i never felt safe i never felt appreciated they always looked at me like i was the imbecile in the family because they all think they are smarter than me yet whenever there were events or anything because i am heart-based i would get the right information and they would always get pissed how did she know how did she know and instead of realizing that oh she has a very different kind of intelligence than we do and you know instead of helping me embrace that and become who i they cut my legs completely and then they turn around and blame me for it so because ultimately they're air signs and air signs god forbid they have to work for you and be there for you unless of course they get clout money or something else of course it's not all air signs on a you know um but i they're all three of them and out of all of them my dad was an asshole when he was an asshole but my dad was the one that actually really understood he had more empathy than the others so my mom has empathy but it's all you know for show because god forbid she's on the wrong side october libras are like that yes my friend is a september libra and she's not quite like that and so anyway um because i think they have more of that virgo um you know energy and virgos yeah they can be jerks too but they also tend to be more you know empathic i find from my experience again not an expert in this stuff but i this is what i've seen and learned from myself but going back to the scientific part which is you know what we are talking about when I had that reaction inside of me, I really had all the symptoms and it was just very powerful. So what did I do? <laughs> because obviously when I am that triggered, I go and look for on EFT universe. I knew today was Tuesday. I knew they were going to have the tapping thing. And yesterday evening when I was streaming, I saw that they were streaming something. But when I went back, I didn't see the video in the evening because it wasn't uploaded yet. So today, by chance, I was led there. And I was led to this very one video that they shot last night. And he was talking about this stuff. And he brought back all the hurt inside of me that I had. Because when I signed up for this course, you know, I really wanted to do it, right? And... All of my family, oh, what do you want to spend all that money for? Oh, that's all bullshit. Oh, you're never going to meet me. They weren't behind me. I am the scapegoat. The scapegoat is never supported. The scapegoat, you know, they don't want you to go out and build your own success and stuff because you're the empath. You're, you know, the rug. They like to stamp on when they feel like shit, right? You are the person who's always there for them to hold them up when they cry. But then when you cry, oh, just get over it. So... And, of course, uh, she would listen, my mom, for example. But then, wow, would she ever make me feel guilty that I was trapped in a loop, even though being trapped in a loop is part of being, you know, having PTSD. And he explained that, right? So, um, I, I was watching this, and it was helping me. But in the same time, I realized, holy fuck, I, like, that's another thing that triggered me further, basically, because I start remembering how I... I had to leave the course how i wanted to finish it how i had to basically tell them i'm sorry i don't have the money to continue paying monthly you know and they gave me time 
to do it, but I was so broken and I was so fucked up because my mom almost died and I was alone. And that triggered what happened with my dad 14 years ago, which was horrible, horrible. And by the way, that story is written in a book because it was published in this Reiki book. So at page 70, which is funny, my dad died on the 7th. And this story is printed in this book called Reiki Vibes. So if you're interested in finding that story, I don't get paid for selling that book. But that's my story published there. It's still like a rosy kind because, of course, these people want to be politically correct with Western shit care. But, you know, that's what happened with my dad. It was pretty horrible and pretty devastating. And for a healer to see your loved one die in front of you, and I know Alan understands this because he's also a healer, and um, it's just devastating. It just destroys you. And it doesn't matter how horrible these people were to you. You just, you know, you love them and you want to save them. I always feel this way whenever I see someone suffering. As much as I want to say, go fuck yourself, you deserve it. There's always that part of me that is like, no, I want to be there for them. Because I realize hurt people hurt people. I've always realized this. It's just, you know, your hurt side, the inner child, guys, is what is doing this. Is what is angry. It's not your higher self. It's not your adult self. It's your inner child that is really hurt. And so this tapping works really fast on it. So it still worked because my sad level... So this is what I wrote. I'll tell you what my what I wrote, okay? When my mom called this morning, the word that came in my mind was C-U-N-T. I'm not spelling it out. You know what it is. And then it was abusive narc mother. Like these are, you know, the words that came. And I was at a sad level of nine. Now, the reason why I wasn't at ten is that I worked really a lot on this stuff, guys. Then I had the stomach pain, my head, and I had very shallow breathing, which is a sign you're really triggered. Then I tapped along with them once, and uh, I went into the Discord. So for all of you who don't want to join my Discord, be aware that moving forward, I will do a lot of private streaming there. So if you're a sub, if you're someone who has joined the Discord and you want to join, you are welcome to come there. Um... I don't join a lot of other discords because I do have a problem with all, you know, every time I see a lot of, um, I, I just, I can't deal with it, basically. My, my system just can't deal with certain things yet, so I just don't push it too much. Every now and then I join and then I leave because it's just too much for me, too much stimulation. And it makes me just crazy nervous, so I don't need extra. My my nervous system is really damaged for all the shit I went through. Obviously, if I you know had chronic migraines since I was since I can remember, I was like born this way, and then the stress turned all the problems on. So my grandma had chronic migraine, and the other one had uh, psoriasis. So I made them both happy. My sad level went down between a seven and a nine after tapping for quite a while. Uh, it wasn't like super long, but it was, you know, good tapping. Then it went down to a six. Then it went down to a four. And I was laughing. I was literally laughing. Then um, I started tapping, you know, again. And it was at a three. And then 
what came up to me was fucking Paolo. And that was the pedal. It just came up. And I was between a two and an eight. That's what kept oscillating. It was insane, the oscillation. I was like, how is it even fucking possible? Two, eight, two, eight. It was really crazy. And this is because this stuff is really triggering to me. This is one of the most triggering things for me to go through where you can't trigger me, guys. It's just because it's my mom or my brother or Paolo. You know, certain things are just insidious as fuck because I've had them my whole life. So, part of my French, this is my inner child swearing. Forgive me. So, um, then Amanda, because I switched at this point and I watched today's Tapping Tuesday between 1 and 2. She does that, so I caught most of it. And I was tapping and she was saying, oh, I like to put my problems in this. And she was explaining, again, go on their channel and you will see it, you know, what uh, she's talking about. Uh, EFT universe, once again. And if you need any uh, links and stuff, just email me, soulmatehealing at gmail.com. I will send you whatever you need to help you find them, okay? Because that's why I'm doing this, because they're... I'm promoting them because they're doing great work and this is what I'm talking about all the time. I want you to see what the real experts are saying, okay? And that's him. So anyway, I uh, she was saying things like, uh, I feel alone and seen and I don't matter. And uh, it's too much. It's too. I'm too weird. I'm too much. I'm too weird. And I don't fit in. And these are all the things that... I struggle with and I know many people struggle with the shit so I wrote them down and I still was feeling down though like you know I was like oscillating between a two and an eight and that point and I was leaning more toward the two and then um, I started writing this I was like how lucky this happened now has I need to clear this in order to start my real life thank you universe and my sad level of conviction about how true this statement was, so this is a positive sub, was between 7 and 8. I actually believe this. It's not, a, you know, like before I would have said this just to get it started. I've changed completely on this. That's what I'm saying. Even though I'm still emotional around it, I'm still obviously suffering. There's a part of me that is still hanging on to that. But it's a huge change. Before, I would have not believed in this at all it would have been maybe two or three belief so it's quite a bit of change and yes i worked for many years on my stuff i i am quite a stubborn you know determined person so and i can be slow moving uh with this very insidious stuff and it's normal but some people move faster so don't think it's you necessarily will have a hard time as hard as i did okay i'm just talking about it in case you do so you you know it's normal then I try to be acceptable, um, you know, because she, she was like, you feel alone, out of place. And, and all my life, I try to be acceptable to my family. And that's very true. And that's why I wouldn't talk about how I could hear my brain cranking, you know, when I was trying to think. When I was triggered, it's literally, I'm, I'm stupid. When I have a migraine, I'm stupid. My brain is not, my two hemispheres don't work with each other. There is something wonky in there. And it can be fixed, but it's not easy to fix when you've had this since you were a fetus. And so, you know, basically, um, the brain wired in a certain way. And 
I need to work on it, right? And so I tried to be acceptable, really resonated with me. And I was the set of a seven at that point. So you see how it goes two, seven, two, nine. Fear of trying, basically, is what the result was. And that was between eight and ten. And then we move on and I go back to this part after, you know, that session was over. And so he was talking about all this science and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, this, I, I need to talk about this. So what is, what are the four characteristics of a traumatizing event? And that's where, again, uh, it's a threat to your survival, maybe real or not. It's the um, overwhelm, not being able to cope with it. Children cannot cope with such things. The isolation you feel, you're the only support system you have, you're alone, nobody's in your corner. And then the fourth is, you know, you, your expectations of being protected by these people has, you know, not been met. And so it's being violated. And that's a basic security issue. So my survival instincts are really high. And that's where, that's why my inner child is so combative. Because I had to survive. And uh, even though, imagine, like, if I went through a war, how well, it would be, I used to joke, it's like, fuck, compared to, uh, you know, children who have seen their loved one explode in front of them or whatever worse, you know. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. To a child, one or the other, it's survival. And that's what people need to understand. That's why I joke about, you know, discounting other people's, suffering because in reality as Dawson Church explains to a child whether the threat is real or perceived to them it's real and that's what you people need to understand about your children and so anyway at this point um, um, you know I went back and I, I, I went to look for the current title of what I was thinking. And my current title was, Mom Message Me, How Dare She? You know, after, after 2020, 2021, 20, they don't even know my dog, Minnie, died because I didn't even bother telling them. Because what's the point? These people would just brush you off saying, oh, well, at least you had 12 years. You know, they just brush off your pain because they don't want to be there for you. And so, why even tell them? And so then I went and checked inside of my stomach and uh, my heart, which is where I had all this pain. And, you know, again, we tapped again because we did, I did the nine gamma procedure many times. And uh, my stomach went from being a three to a two to a one eventually. And my heart went from a five of sad level of pain that I felt to a two and then you know went down to a one so that was my my journey today has been a very interesting journey this is something that i have been really struggling to you know uh, work with i would fall asleep when i was working on this stuff i would literally pass out i would like this like i've tried for so long it's been a very long time but I knew it would take time to get to work on this and actually make it better because it is from when I was conceived, basically, right? They never wanted me. I, they didn't have the money. Then, you know, both of us, when we were two years old, both children, 
um, had to stay with grandma for a year because they didn't have the money to pay for both of us. So there was all kinds of separation anxiety. And my grandma had serious complex PTSD because she lost her mom when she was nine. She went through two wars. They had real heavy-duty trauma. So that actually added another layer because I understood how her life was so much harder than mine even. But not really, because um, unless she was abused by a pedo and she lived with crazy people, like, yeah, we we both had an equal amount of trauma in reality in our early childhood, except, you know, she had less emotional in- intelligence than I did, and so, and also way less um, sensibility to things, and so she would brush off things more quickly and she she was an Aries and she could plow through things. I am more like a Capricorn. We get whiny and we get insecure and we're really hard on ourselves. We judge ourselves and we have that extra intelligence that makes us see things. So that other layer of, you know, split I had inside of me was that I felt I couldn't talk to them about how my brain literally was slow and I could feel it cranky because they wouldn't understand that and they would just brush it away. But that made me feel guilty. That made me feel, you know, like they were right. I was stupid, you know. So the real anger and the real uh, hurt comes from your inner, my inner child saying, I told you they were wrong, but you believe them. And that's why I am really angry. And that's why it's so hard to let go because... Um, basically my inner child didn't trust even me for the longest time because I wasn't there for her. I wasn't there. I didn't show up. I didn't believe in her. I didn't, you know, I just believed these narcissistic assholes who are emotionally idiotic and way light years behind me in reality and who took every wrong decision and I paid for it. And then when it was my time to have support, they never were there. So... Yes, it's because they were damaged and it's because they don't get it. But your inner child doesn't give a shit about that. Your inner child is suffering. And so that's where I want to get at, guys. Stop. I used to justify them all the time. When you find yourself doing that, just start tapping. Don't fight it. Just say, yeah, I don't deserve it. Yeah, I don't, you know, don't fight how your inner child feels. Jump on board and do what the EFT universe teaches you and that's why I keep telling you to go there because as as much as I want to help you guys they are the ones who will show you method 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 that will work for most people okay I will show you what has worked for me and what is working for me but I want you not to rely on me or anyone I want to To go open your eyes to the real clinical EFT and then realize that, yes, I have a lot of experience in this. But I don't have credibility in the world out there. Because the world out there doesn't care about real experience. They care about stupid papers and bullshit. They care that you can talk to people in a certain way. And I am too honest. I'm too raw for this world. It's pretty obvious. I don't speak fancy like these people. I didn't go to Baylor University like he did. 
So what the fuck do I know? I'm just an idiot. I'm just the stupid healer, you know, that they get the information from and then never give you any credit for because he didn't know that you could hear energy, for example. Dawson didn't know that. When he heard us healers talk about it and he was like, oh, so he'll incorporate it in his books, but we don't get mentioned for it, right? So again, it's the usual pattern from my life where I do the work, I show up, I'm there, and who was my mother there in 2020? Was she there for me? No, she was there for people who hurt us and who weren't there for us, you know? And people who didn't give a shit about telling me that my dad was horrible and my dad screwed them over and he didn't at all. And they didn't care that my dad was already dead. They were hurting me when they were saying those things. And I was one of his favorite fucking victims. So it was hurting me double when they were doing this. And these were my godparents. And my cousin, who was nine years younger and had every fucking possibility. She had the father I, I wished I had. She had, you know, not the mother I wished I had uh, in some ways, yes. Because she really protected her daughter. And no pedo would have ever touched them. But I, I'm not blaming them because of the pedo. But it is one of my pet peeves where it's like, oh, you're so smart. You know, that you couldn't figure out simple shit that idiots like me would have seen right through. You know, because when people keep talking to you as if you were a moron, eventually a part of you retaliates and go, I'm not that much of a moron. You are. You keep treating me like shit, but you are the asshole here, not me. And so I know a lot of people out there feeling the same way. I know a lot of people out there have had tons of injustice, even far worse than what I ever could have or imagined. So I'm not saying my life was the hardest. It was definitely fucking hard enough for me though. And I don't I don't want to have any more of that shit in my life. I don't know you guys, but I am done with all of that. And that's why for me, I have no interest. What I answered my mother was, I'm sorry, I don't have a TV and I don't have space in this place. I don't think she realizes that we live in a much smaller place than she has just for herself and we have mice in the house that have pretty much destroyed most of the shit I, I own and I care for. So these people never once gave a clue that I always lived a far worse life and because of what directly they did to me. Because I was never given chances like my brother or my cousin. They claimed they did, but they didn't. They never did. And, you know, they made me think that I would get those chances. And my brother did everything in his power. Him and his idiotic friends... They did everything to destroy me because they're assholes and that's the end of it. They're assholes because they have PTSD. But the bottom line is, how can you be so horrible to your own sibling who is younger and who... Because I was a pain in the ass for him. I was a goody-goody, you know, he was always getting in shit and I wasn't. But I was honestly like that. I'm a Capricorn. Capricorns are like, are like that. Capricorns follow... The rules, they want to do good, that's what they do. And they get crazier with age, actually. We loosen up. we crazier in the sense that we loosen up and we enjoy life better. So I'm like red wine. I only get better with age. Clearly, look at me. I'm so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's my sarcasm. But I needed sarcasm. Otherwise, I would have turned into a fucking serial killer, killer probably. <laughs> that was the other. You know, you, you cannot go through so much abuse and injustice in your life and not lose your shit at some point, I think. Uh, unless you find a way to make jokes about it, you know, and to um, cope with it in a more healthy way. And so if you just crack jokes and you don't tap 
that's not so healthy just so you know but if you tap you know and you deal with things and you follow what Dawson Church and Amanda shows you so Amanda remember on Tuesday guys from 1 to 2 Pacific Standard Time go there watch her she's good the the girl like I saw it right away the first time I saw it I was like you had come you had complex PTSD like I could see it we recognize each other and I felt like I was a kindred spirit with her for some reason it's like she got married three times I got married zero time it's like we are uh, kinder spirit but almost positive in some ways and I'm not sure what sign she is but she she seems very um, fire like I don't know though what sign she is fire or a lot of like very um, gentle but I don't know I just perceive like fire from her maybe she's a Leo or something uh, regardless anyway um, that's the woo-woo stuff they talk about, which I'm very much into because I feel it. So for me, it's like, you know, when, when Dawson was sitting, you know, in those four days conference, he was sitting at our table for a bit and he's like, you hear energy guys? And I'm like, yeah, I thought, you don't know that. Like, and then I thought, yeah, but why would he know that if he hasn't done Reiki, you know, <clears throat> if you're not naturally, um, like I, I literally feel everything and it's it's very traumatizing as a child if I had someone explaining to me you know the stuff I was feeling and how to channel it right but I was living with three people who had zero feelings about that stuff so they had no understanding they thought I was crazy you know and I wasn't because then every time I would feel stuff and tell and then the shit would happen they would be like what the fuck you don't think I can call shit like that into existence like I can I can do a lot of things by speaking and by having the emotion behind it yes i've seen it happen over and over but not like that that was like obviously me just feeling what was coming just being in tune with the field because obviously i have a really good heart and people with a very good heart and that's what a lot of people don't want to understand can also hurt you very much because we know where to hit you remember that so when you come against us and you try and hurt us God is not always nice, guys. God will hit you when you try and be an asshole. And very n good hearted people can be the same way. We are not always ready to just be your fucking rug to step on. And when we hit you back, when you bring it to that level where we are triggered and you're hurting us over and over, that's why I tap, because then I don't do that. If I tap, I'm not sending you shit energy, but if I sit here and I'm really angry at you and you are down in your rabbit hole, you will feel that energy coming toward you. Now that's a psychic attack and you may not want to do it, but we all do it to each other. That's why I tell you, tap as much as you can because if someone sends you psychic attacks and you're centered, they cannot do it to you. We always have to have a part of us agreeing with that and it's pretty easy to agree with low frequency energy when you are in low frequency energy and that's my two cents for this i hope that by sharing it with my community more people will join and will see what this tapping is about i hope that this will make you understand that while clearly i don't have any credibility i'm a loser remember that right i don't know shit but maybe now you can see that you know, there's people like him, 
whose programs are accepted by the continuing education of the medical association. So these are serious courses. They're not the, I'm a Twitch light worker, like a lot of them are, who have zero fucking training, zero fucking experience, and somehow they think they're better than people like me. <laughs> and Twitch thinks that too, because they're part of their ambassador team, right? <laughs> well, they they would come in my stream, and I know it's some of these women who work for the platform, it's pretty obvious, because you just have to observe it. Oh, lady, why don't you quit? You know, why don't you quit streaming? You wouldn't like that, would you? You would totally like if I quit streaming. Well, guess what? I'm not gonna give you that satisfaction. If you want, go ahead and find an excuse to eliminate my channel if you're really so bent on on hurting good people who are helping others. The karma is gonna take care of you, so go right ahead. I'll find other ways, you know? If that's what they really want to, it's like I'm at the point where I'm like, whatever, you know? I'm so done putting up with their bullshit. <laughs> and anybody's bullshit, really. So I'm working with my inner child on very, very triggering stuff. And I still don't have all the money to start my course, unfortunately. I have been trying all kinds of stuff. I'll find the money. I'll find a way. Don't worry. Apparently, for people like me, even finding a grant to start something is an insurmountable thing to do. Hey, but Eho's in bikinis doing nothing valuable. They got tons of money. This is hell where sex and bullshit sells. <laughs> That's a good one to tap on, by the way. So, again, sorry I didn't have the EFT tapping video going, but, I mean, we did do a lot of tapping, so I'm sure you can do it yourself if you, you know, just for this once. I hope it works for all of you. I hope you find relief. I hope you go and find eftuniverse.org. Let me just put it there once again, just in case, you know, some of you have missed. So that's their... I just want to make sure I spell it right. <laughs> that's the one that uh, has all the information. If you go on um, YouTube, their YouTube channel, I'm going to share it with you, okay? So just give me one second. <laughs> you have to have patience because I'm doing everything by myself. So I'm not exactly a techie, but I'm not that stupid. I learned to stream and do everything on my own, including the ASMR. So. And nobody helped me. I didn't have chat helping me because I was a half-naked hot chick, you know, like they did with Amoranth and all the others. They're all so smart. Yeah, never mind. They never had chronic pain. They never had this kind of abuse, right? Oh, yeah. You're all such winners. <laughs> Whatever, losers. Anyway, so that's their channel on YouTube. So there you can find, again, that video that I showed you and that I shared many times in the chat before. So go back and look at there if you need to. And other than that, Again, if you need anything in terms of links because you can't find them, please just email me. My email is, and I'll, I'll write it down for you so everybody can find it, okay? You can go in my links and also, you know, find my, you can come on Twitch if you want to, 
for as long as you know I'll be able to stay uh, and you can find me there or you can just email me here and this email I do I do check my email all the time so you can also join the discord and you can find the link on all my links and you'll have to wait for me to roll you up in order to see you know other than the welcome lobby but you can chat in the welcome lobby you just don't put anything personal there I keep my discord safe because there were a lot of trolls before and I just don't really want to deal with that kind of shit I had enough real problems in my life without all these extra losers who don't know shit about healing but yeah somehow because you know they bible thump right they think all of this shit is demonic because I grew up around such ignorance I really have zero patience for it anymore so if you are one of those idiots please just stay away from me I don't really want to deal with you okay if you are at the level of you're waiting for the apocalypse you you think God was male and you have all these idiotic ideas based on a fucking book that was written by a Masonic fucking group of assholes really and manipulated to fit their agenda go right ahead but don't come to my stream don't bother me leave and let live but you are the ones who are sharing fear-mongering and shit that hurts people I share stuff that can help people feel better and that is what matters to me so much love I'm gonna stop this video and we're gonna continue doing other stuff I guess but um, I'm taking a, a break now because I'm a bit tired